Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, June 17th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, the Magic House Children's Museum recently opened a new location along Delmar Boulevard to inspire children to create and possibly become entrepreneurs. Magic House President Beth Fitzgerald. So a lot of what we're trying to do here is excite kids about making things, creating things that they can then go home and do at home too. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff took a tour of the new space on the first day of summer camp. First, the news. Missouri Republicans are set to defend key statewide offices during the 2020 election cycle. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, the party may not be able to depend on national money to help officeholders. During last year's election cycle, tens of millions of dollars poured into the state from national groups trying to influence the U.S. Senate race between Josh Hawley and Claire McCaskill. Missouri Republican Party Executive Director Gene Evans says that helped other GOP candidates win elections further down the ballot. But Evans says likely candidates such as Governor Mike Parson should not expect a similar situation next year, especially with President Donald Trump expected to easily win Missouri's electoral votes. Going into 2020, as far as we know, there will be no national money coming in to to help the president win in a state where he's plus 19. Missouri Republicans will also try to keep their party in charge of down-ballot statewide offices like Attorney General and Secretary of State. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Flooding along river towns in Missouri and Illinois is slowing down business. Barges along the Mississippi at St. Louis have been at a standstill for two weeks. Butler Miller operates a small company in St. Louis, and one of his barges with fish meal can't be unloaded at least for another week. I think a lot of the people are waiting for the upper Mississippi to open because they have fertilizer to deliver. So you have a lot of loaded barges just sitting in St. Louis waiting to go to the upper Mississippi. And that is somewhat due to lock problems, too. The the water's not helping. The National Weather Service says the Mississippi River at St. Louis is still at major flood stage. A new grocery store and takeout kitchen plans to open in St. Louis's Old North area this month, nearly two years after the business won the free space in a contest. The operation, run by an urban farming business called Good Life Growing, is located across from Crown Candy Kitchen. Co-founder James Forbes says getting the space ready and marketing the concept took more time than expected. He says area foot traffic is light, but chess games and movie nights in the space should help promote the business. That's our big game plan is to host so many like free-to-the-public events that more people show up for the events and say, oh, hey, they're selling groceries here too, I'll buy something. By winning the contest, Old North Provisions received two years free rent and a nearly finished kitchen. The Magic House recently expanded to St. Louis after 40 years in Kirkwood. The new space is a collaboration between the Children's Museum and notable St. Louis innovators. It's a makerspace for kids. They hope the new location on Delmar Boulevard will welcome children from all backgrounds and inspire the next wave of entrepreneurs and creatives. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff visited that space. Lots of fun activities. There are Legos, there are 
Legos. It's the first day of summer camp at the Magic House's new satellite location. It's up on the second floor of the made makerspace for adults. And like that area, it's filled with machines and all kinds of supplies to build stuff. A group of six to eight-year-olds are spending the week learning to create things like parachute prototypes and embroidered tote bags. So a lot of what we're trying to do here is excite kids about making things, creating things that they can then go home and do at home too. That's Beth Fitzgerald, president of the Magic House. She says over the last few years, the Kirkwood-based organization has experimented with pop-ups, but this is the first permanent location in St. Louis. And if it goes well, she sees opportunity to open up in other areas too. What's different about this space is first, how it's set up. MADE stands for Makers, Artists, Designers, and Entrepreneurs. So we've divided our space into those four areas. I guess first we'll go to our maker space. So we have robotics and circuits, so children can learn about what it means to operate a simple robot. Over in the artist section, kids can spin their own pottery or paint pictures using digital easels. Eight-year-old Noah Sapid makes a beeline for the rocket launcher in the design corner. Almost 2.30. A staff member helps him crank a wheel to shoot a rocket up a plastic tube. Oh, wow, that's a lot of pressure. You're almost at max. How high do you think it's going to go? Are you going to hit the ceiling? The last section, E for entrepreneurs, is still a work in progress, but the aim is to teach kids how to market and sell their creations. That's something Jim McKelvey knows a lot about. The St. Louis entrepreneur helped start the payments company Square and Third Degree Glass. He's also a glass blower, woodworker, and he's the guy that funded the homemade building. McKelvey says he's always wanted to create a space for adults and kids to grow their creative and entrepreneurial spirit. We don't expect everyone to come in here and build a business. I expect most people will come in here and have fun. Maybe make some things that they can use themselves or give away or something like that. But there are also those people who will start businesses. And the point is, we have all the tools here to do that. McKelvey says he wants everyone to be able to use the space. That's why it's only $5 for a day admission to the Magic House at Maid and $50 for a year-long family pass. There are also scholarships available for summer camps. Those lower rates are also thanks to a $500,000 donation by the Cortex Innovation Community. CEO Dennis Lauer says that making these kinds of experiences available to children from underserved neighborhoods is one step toward making future tech jobs accessible too. Our horizons are determined by what we're exposed to. And so if we're looking to bring the next generation into the STEM and STEAM professions, we have to start now. We have to captivate their imaginations. We have to show them what they can do with their hands and with their mind. Back at the Magic House Makerspace, Alexandra Wessels and twins Sophie and Cece Geller are debating the creative direction of their Lego Rainbow Hotel. Clearly, Cece is the director. But we're making it like so it's like fun like a hotel. We're making like a rainbow roof. So the white is the clouds. Wessel says she's never been to a camp like this before. It's amazing, I mean, yeah. I don't really know what else to describe for it. The Magic House at Made is having camps like these all summer long, and it's anticipated to draw in 30,000 visitors by the end of the year. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Maria Altman edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. 
I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.